reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. shout of praise something will turn into fire this morning I said something will turn into fire this morning are you ready for the fire of God to hit your life okay only three people here are ready are you ready for the fire of God to hit your life then give the Lord a shout of praise and you may take your seats because it's testimony time are you excited about testimonies beautiful i'm going to read out this morning's testimony it's from a young lady in church and it goes she says i am a lady who has been working in a government institution close to a year and a half i was in a different unit before i was moved to my current unit in my present unit, there are so many opportunities to travel, further my education, and even sit with some prominent people in government. I see your status changing in the name of Jesus. Oh, I said, I see your status changing in the name of Jesus. I said, it's just two of us in this unit, and I have been opened up to my boss to learn from him and follow all directives to the latter to get work done but aside everything my boss for whatever reason sees me as a threat and had no and i had no knowledge at all about this she says lots of opportunities began coming to me and that worsened matters for me in his eyes when i'm before him he shows appreciation for what i do but before other higher ranking superiors he never has anything good to say when they suggest to promote me or open me up to enjoy certain privileges may your story also change i said may your story also change may people carry a positive testimony about you in the name of jesus so she said so last week wednesday i was not in the office but I felt so heavy as if something bad was happening. I couldn't pray or even read my Bible. In fact, I was just there. Even though I felt something bad was happening. So on Saturday, during the HCM prayer, my shepherd led me to join the prayer with Bishop. He said, as soon as I got there, Bishop asked us to pray against evil around us and even in our bloodline. She said, I remember him saying that girl in that office should pray against evil. I felt so heavy 
and I prayed with all my heart. My spirit became light and I became okay after the prayers. I suddenly knew that things had changed. Your story is also changing in the name of Jesus. You see, as soon as she connected herself to the power source that was flowing through the HCM prayer, things began to change for her. This morning service is going to change your life in the name of Jesus. The moment Bishop begins to speak, know that your story is going to turn around. I said, know that your story is going to turn around. How many of you are going to expect a change this morning? Can you shout a loud amen? So she said, I got to the office. Sorry, she said, I'm going to get, I know when I get to the office next week, supernaturally, a lot of evil work around me will be uncovered and God will open my eyes to see the evil seeds that have been sown around me. Bishop, I can't begin to describe just how things, how, just how I feel, sorry. If I wasn't online to join the prayer service at that particular time, matters, I believe, would have gone bad. I thank God for his deliverance and I thank Bishop Ogo for always leading and admonishing us to pray. Can you put your hands together for the Lord this morning? Listen, this is someone who was destined to go up. But for whatever reason, there was a lot of evil around here. So the evil was not allowing her to go up. This morning, I'm announcing to you that regardless of your circumstance, regardless of the situation you find yourself, oh, can I get three of you to believe with me this morning? If you can believe it this morning, that no matter how bad your situation is, no matter how bad your story is, I see the hand of the Lord turning things around. I said, I see God turning things around for you. You will have a testimony to share. I said, you will stand here with something viable to say. You will share about the goodness of God, the power of God, and you will be celebrating with us in the house can you give the lord a shout this morning and celebrate god for the power of god in this house celebrate god for our pastor for our bishop for his prayers for his service can you give the lord a shout this morning that we are saved by the blood and the power of Jesus. Amen.
she thought of you The blood ran from his head He said, oh, if I don't die What will Beatrice do? If I don't die How will the world go on? If I don't die They will perish If I don't die The enemy will take them If I don't die The enemy will take them If I don't die What will they do? That heavy lady They that are heavy lady Let them come to me And I will give them rest I will give you rest That's what the word of God says for the Lord. Let's bless the name of the Lord with a clap offering. Let's bless the name of the Lord. Are you blessed by the song ministration this morning? You don't look like you are blessed. If you are blessed, let me see a smile on your face. Let me see a shout. Clap your hands and rejoice. Hallelujah. Amen. May your verdict be not guilty at the end of this race. In Jesus name. Amen. Well, we are about to hear the word, hallelujah. But before we do that, we just want to relax and take one last ministration. If you are happy and eager to receive the word and the song coming on, let's invite our sister Enam to sing. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. This morning, I, I want you to sing with me. So I want to show you one line in the song when we get there i'll invite you to sing with me so the chorus says that anybody here wanna walk the golden streets say i do i do anybody here wanna walk the golden streets say i do i do Anybody here and sick and tired of living like you do? Anybody here want to hold with love forever? Say I do. So I'll sing. Anybody here want to live forever? Then you say, say I. When I say say I do, then you say I do. So anybody here want to live forever? Say I do. I do. Anybody here want to walk the golden streets? Say I do. I do. Anybody here and sick and tired of living like you do? Anybody here want to hold a 
together forever Say I do Put your hands together for yourselves David, let's go Many years have come and gone Since he worked upon our ground They say lives don't last so long So why is the story hanging around? Why do people stop and pray? To a man who's dead and gone When you ask them, they just say He's coming back to take me home Anybody here wanna live forever Say I do Anybody here wanna walk the golden streets Say I do Tired of living like you do. Anybody here on a hold will love forever? Say I do. They say you will never know till you walk up to that.
Everybody here wanna walk the golden street. Say I do. Anybody here and sick and tired of living like you do. Anybody here wanna hold your life forever? Say I do. Golden streets, say I do. Anybody here and sick and tired of living like you do? Anybody here wanna hold me life forever? If you are ready, kindly rise to your feet at the back and let's begin to shout as we welcome my pastor, your pastor, the Bishop, Edwin Morgan Ogo. Let's clap for the Lord. have a concert one Sunday morning? Will it be nice to have a concert one Sunday morning? Yes, because they are also preaching. Like Pastor Jerry said, it's speaking to one another in sounds, hymns, and spiritual songs. I'm about to speak, but what they did is also speaking. And it even gets to an escalated level of excitement with these instrumentalists on the sound. Clap your hands for them right there. So, one Sunday, they are going to arrange songs one after the other and they preach to us in a song clearly. Then, 
I'll come and give announcements. Are you happy to be in church? I want to feel some excitement from somebody at the back. Hallelujah. Look, our service is timed, so let's finish the service and go home. Let's close our eyes and pray. Father, we thank you. You know, I want you to lift your hands and thank God for this book, Key Facts. Just lift your hands and thank God that this book exists in the world. Thank God for this book. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God for key facts. Thank him. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. And thank him for the privilege to hear a message being preached from this book. Thank God for the privilege to hear a message. We are so great. A message being preached from this book. Father, we ask that you speak to us today. Yes, Jesus. Cause us to experience a major blessing because we came into your presence. We know our lives will truly not be the same again. No. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 You may please be seated. What a church. And uh, I want to welcome you once again to church this morning. And I want to welcome all our amazing online members. I see Dorcas. I see Belinda from the Philippines. Yes, he's on. I see Charles. He's on. Yes, Charles Oklu. Clap your hands for Charles Oklu. He's online. Yes. Clap your hands for Richard Azabu. He's online. Have we clapped for Belinda from the Philippines? Clap your hands for Sewa Akoto Brown. Clap your hands for yourself. Today, I'm God willing going to end the second chapter of this book. I was uh, by the schedule, I was to start the third chapter today. But um, it didn't work out that way last week. Is it allowed? Okay. So today I'm ending the the subject titled "Key Facts About Salvation." You know, every Christian should know please listen to this you should know as you are walking with god if it's a real bible god the god of the old testament and the god of the new testament a lot of things are going to happen to you 
as you walk with God. You will have nice friends. You will get a good job. Because a lot of jobs, good jobs will come your way just out of good behavior. Some of you, anywhere you go, you quarrel. And they send a message ahead of you that that girl coming, be careful about her. And the managing director who also wants peace of mind will say honestly, somebody came yesterday when there's no one there. But when you get born again, it corrects your attitude. So you can get a good job. Some of you, just because you are born again, you will marry. You will marry. I had my wedding when I was 26 years old. 26 years, I had my wedding. And it's just because I was born again. I mean, if I was not a Christian, I wasn't born again, you can imagine. I mean, I'll be in town. Yes, I'll be in town. Like some of you are still in town. What, what else happens to you? When you get born again, you prosper. Oh, yes. I, I've seen some nice cars there. There's a particular car I can see. It's like they have poured oil on it. I don't know whether there's oil on it. Brand new. It's part of your work with God. When you get born again, part of the package is your prosperity. You, you, you do well in life. You know, which is a direct offshoot of sin having been dealt with in your life. Because just, just there are certain types of sins. When you get involved in them, you will never have money. I mean, let's forget about any spiritual, just common sins. You will never have money. So you will marry, you will have a job, some of you will start businesses, you know, you will have a family, you will be promoted. Good things will happen to you. Of course, bad things also happen to Christians. But I want you to know that Among all the things you'll be experiencing, you must never take your eye off salvation. Your salvation. Because there will be other subjects in your life. Subject of marriage and romance. Some of you, all your life, when you sleep in the night and you turn... It's bare sheets. When you turn to the left, it's bare sheets. And pillow. But some of you, a day will come. When you turn, there's a soft body lying by you. Or when you turn right, there's a man. Kai! All these are subjects in your life. Some of you, your, 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 your problem will be how to manage your money. 
And I'm saying that. Be prepared to have many things happening to you. Many things will be happening to you. Somebody went to repair his car yesterday, which is a blessing because three years ago, he was only repairing his shoes. Oh, oh, mommy, you don't get the point I'm making. <laughs> oh, you don't seem to understand the English language. Three years ago, he was repairing his shoes. So if today you are repairing a car, can you clap your hands? It's a promotion. Yes. So expect good things to happen to you. But as the good things, I mean, today, look at, please stand up, Cassandra and James. Come, please come, please come. Please come. It's part of the church service. Let's, let's just have a nice church service and close. Yes. Let's do this wedding thing. Yes. Yes. Let's do this wedding thing. Yes. You can have a, yes, give the microphone. Beautiful. I'll, I'll give it to him. Give it to him first. Yes. I mean, something is happening to the girl. I mean, you can tell that something has happened to her. Katosha Kataya Baba. Even your smile has changed. Shatakapata. This was the picture they were taking before today. But this was the maximum excitement they could have. That's all. There's nothing more than this. But last night, do you have last night's pictures to project? Oh, oh, we should. uh, We should. Oh, sorry. Thank you. I'm very happy to have you here. You keep me in check. So marriage has happened to her. Is it beautiful? How was it? How was marriage? How was how was the wedding night? How was the wedding to start with? The wedding itself. How was it? It was great. It was great. Wow. Did you kiss her in the church? Yes, precisely. Give the microphone to her, please. How did you feel about the kiss yesterday? What was the feeling like? Shakatabayada. Yes. Talk to us, baby, about the kiss. Daddy, please, was. <laughs> I'm listening to you. It was exceptional. Oh, baby. Wow. You've not had that feeling before. No, please. Now. Because of time, we gotta go. Tell us about last night. Nani, please, last night was. <laughs> oh, I'm listening. I'm listening. It, it was. 
Out of the world for me. Out of the world? Which world? The world we are in. So you left the world and you have come back to the world. Wallahi. Now, 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 tell us, how does it feel to be out of the world? And it felt like I was walking on the moon. Shakota Babadokatababaya. I see your moon walking coming soon. I said, I see your moon walking coming soon. Give the Lord a shout. Now, finally, turn to him and tell him that based on last night, I assure you that you should expect A, B, C in the days ahead. We are listening to you. Babe. What? What did he say? Babe. Hey! A grown-up man is what is a baby. What? Was he drinking milk last night? Lord have mercy. Babe. Alright. Babe. Listen to this one. Based on our experience last night. Yes. I assure you that I'll be a sweet wife. A loving wife. And I'll take care of you. Oh baby. Wow. Obviously, if it's a baby, you must take care of him. If it's a baby, you must take care of him. Are you happy about the commitment he has shown you today? Yes, please, I am. So suddenly, so, so how did it feel? When you woke up and there was a soft body by your side, how was the feeling like? It was exciting. Hey, please go and sit down. <laughs> Give me the microphone. Clap your hands for these two people. So suddenly, no, I'm saying that things happen to us as we work with God. If these people were not born again, they would be like this. No, 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 no. For what? This is a direct result of an encounter with Jesus. And and, and sometimes parents don't even know. They th- and also, what will happen to them after this marriage? Many many years to come how the marriage will be is because of the experience with Jesus. Yeah, but people don't know that there is a big difference between somebody like Malachi 3:18 says that there will be a big difference between the wicked and the righteous. Yes, if they were not saved, this will not happen to them. And what is going to happen in 2 months, 2 years, 3 years, 10 years? I mean, I'm experiencing good things after 27 years of being married. Beautiful things. So the point I am making, listen to me very carefully. Dancing stars, some of you don't have lunch. You don't have lunch. But a day will come, you open the fridge and see KFC, but you shut the fridge. I mean, 
Can you imagine you seeing KFC and closing the door of the fridge? Can it happen to you? Never. But it will happen. Good things happen to us. But I am saying, you see, I've gone on this perambulatory excursion to make the point that be very careful. You know, there's a word that is sometimes absent in our thinking. That word is linkages. Links, linkage, linkages. Many times we don't know that this is happening because of this. Which is happening because of this. That if you eliminate this one, this won't happen. Yes. Like the ministry, I mean, this is, this is my second service. Look at the crowd in the church. So when you see me passing a church, you may think I'm a great man. But it's not true. What is happening is because of the place I'm standing and the covering that is that I am living under. I'm not a great person. You will know my real self when I'm alone in the wilderness somewhere. Yes. So when good things are happening, people don't link it to this I'm seeing is because of this old. So if you play with this one, you won't see this one again. People don't know. Some of you don't know that the exam you are passing in school, your promotion at work, your business which is doing well, is because of your mother at home you have honored. So when she says something which upsets you and your, your, your fever is coming, you don't know that you are what you are because of that woman sitting there who may not even speak the English you speak. Then you touch her. And before you know, you realize that things are now beginning to vanish, 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 till you are alone because you did not respect the subject of linkages. Ladies and gentlemen, as we walk with God, the things that happen to us, that excite us, that make us feel good, that some of you say you can just buy a car easily. Many, many years ago, you couldn't buy a pair of shoes easily. But you don't know that it is because of something. Yes, it's because of something. And that something is called salvation. Yes. Yes. I can take you to my school and show you my class marks. Form 1, Form 2. And mine is a clear experiment. Form 1, Form 2. I know Form 2, third term, my highest, um, what's the name? My highest mark was 23%. Was it, was it from English or Fante? Yeah, marks 7%. I, I, I was all over the place. It was Form 3. That I began to climb to 30s and 40s. I remember I had 68% in a subject. I've forgotten. Then I went home for long vacation. And got born again. Yes. Got born again. There is something in you that will never express itself until you have met Jesus. I got born again. I came back to the same school. The same classmates. 
the same teachers. Form 4. When I write exam, my lowest mark is 82%. Yes. Form 5. O-level, distinction, PAM. Advanced level. When my very good students in the class were getting C's and D's and B's, I was blowing A's and A's and B. A, 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 B. The same person. The same person. Thank you, Jesus. Some of you sitting here who are getting 20% in commerce. If you get serious with Jesus Christ, your mark will shoot up to 62%. So, ladies and gentlemen, among all the subjects, marriage will happen to you, pregnancy will happen to you, prosperity will happen to you. One of, not one of, excuse me, sorry for bad English. The most important subject in your life Ought to be salvation. Amen. Yes. You must not joke with it. You must not joke with your salvation. You can be angry. You can be sad. You can be excited. You can be very happy. You can fail your exam. You can pass your exam. Whatever happens to you, you can be pregnant. You can have a miscarriage. You can have money. You can lose money. Among all the changing scenes of life, the hymnist will say, don't joke with your salvation. Don't joke with your salvation. If you joke with it, how you will end will be a shock to you. Will be a shock to you. That's why I've taken my time. You may think I don't have exciting topics to preach on on a Sunday morning. But I know what I'm doing. Yeah. That's why I ask you, everybody, to get this book. Of course, many of you will not mind me. And I'm teaching from this book so that you will also be able to teach somebody else. I'm not trying to make you a shepherd. No. I'm not trying to make you a pastor. If I want to make shepherds, that's not where I'm going to have a shepherd's meeting. It's not my intention to make you a pastor in the church. But it's my intention to make you a genuine Christian. A genuine Christian because, listen, listen to me. You can never pit your chest and say that you are working with God and you've experienced God properly if you are not talking to somebody about your experience. Anybody who is silent has not experienced Christ. If not, you are just a, you just experienced a bishop. You just experienced a church. You just experienced lighthouse. You just experienced a pastor. But if you experience Jesus, like when Peter and John were silenced and they were warned never to make mention of that name Jesus, Peter asked them, you yourselves should tell, is it right to obey you? For we cannot but speak of the things we have seen and we have heard. Clap, clap your hands for Jesus. When you truly met Jesus, you can't be silent. You can, you can dance, you can sing, you can do whatever, but you will speak about him. They call them 
and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. This was some people, but some of you, your situation, your problem, some, some job issue, some family problem, a problem with your husband, a problem with your child. There are many, I said, these guys were human beings who commanded them. But today, some of you may not have human beings commanding you to shut up. Your own problems are commanding you to shut up. But look at the response, the response, the response. Verse 19, but Peter and John answered and said, whether you yourself should say it, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you, to obey you, you yourself should judge. The people who have finished beating them, soldiers, because there's something called audacity. Audacity. If you've experienced something, nobody can shut you up. I have got things that are stopping me from preaching. But but the, 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 the experience I have had with Jesus is so powerful that I cannot be stopped. Is it possible that even coming to church, you won't come to church because you are in your period? You are in your period. Period. Oh, you don't seem to understand what I'm saying. Who boons? You are cheap. You've lost your money, so you won't come to church. <laughs> oh, you are not well. Do you know the number of times I've been standing here with medicine in my pocket? <laughs> As I'm praying, receive healing, be healed. I see somebody being healed, that my medicine is in my pocket. <laughs> and the people are being healed. They are being healed, they are testifying. My back, I couldn't bend, I can bend. I stood at a crusade preaching. My medicine was in my back pocket. And what I was sick of, somebody came to testify that his own is gone and my own is there. <laughs> Stop this behavior and get serious with God. He said, how is it possible? Are you expecting us to shut up? And then in the verse 20 said, for we cannot. Your silence is very disturbing. Your silence should be telling you what you are and what you have not experienced. And I want to tell you, there is something far bigger than coming to church. We are not here doing church. No, we are not. If we are doing church, this is a different way of doing church. I'm a pastor. I'm an experienced pastor of a church. Very experienced. If I want to do church, you saw the people singing. If I want to do church, the messages I can preach to, to, to do church is not this type of messages. <laughs> but Paul said, as a wise master builder, I lay the foundation. Master builders of churches are into foundation laying. Not exciting roofing sheets, windows, and doors. Not found, if you are a proper builder, do foundation. 
My intention is not to make you a shepherd, though. But to help you that you will, you also, anybody listening to me, that you don't have anybody you talk to about the word of God and all you're talking is about NDC, MPP, politics, business, all your associations are business associations. You are a fake. You are a fake. You've not experienced Jesus. It's beautiful indeed. You've not experienced Jesus. You have not experienced. You've experienced a church. For 20 years. I've been in church for close to 40 years. I've been in church for close to 40 years. You can experience a church and not experience Jesus. Some of you, dancing stars, you have experienced and experienced. I, I was watching you. You were dancing with excitement. Many of you, if I say don't dance again, you won't come to church. Because there's nothing beyond dancing for you as a Christian. Yes. I shouldn't say it. I should stop preaching, you see. You don't like the preaching. Shall we rise to our feet? That's me. Please, let's end the service. But, no, but you don't want to be just preaching. You are looking at a wise master builder. Topics exciting topics in the Bible you don't know who you are talking, who you are looking at preaching <laughs> what are you talking about but when I hold a yellow book called key facts for new believers you are looking at a master builder of a church that's a master builder not some uh, intern pastor and I'm praying that you will change. I'm praying that you will change. I'm praying that you will change. All the Bible, you see, all, there are a lot of stories about people who have changed. It was like this, as this, it was like this, it was not this, it was this, I was blind, I can see, it was this, my son was dead, he is now alive, he was lost, he's now found. And I was, so you two can the Bible is a story, a book of changes. Change. I'm not asking to be a shepherd. That go and visit somebody, teach the person from the book, and fill a form. It's some special people are doing that way. It's not about filling a form. You yourself, as a Christian, I leave you to your conscience that your silence must be rebuking you. Your silence ought to be rebuking you. If you are not being rebuked, then you don't even have a conscience. Even a conscience, you lack it. I think I have already preached a message. So, the key facts I said last week. Number one, put it up. The Bible says that we human beings are sinners. That's a very important fact. I'm just giving you key facts about salvation. Today, we are not discussing marriage or romance. We are not discussing prosperity. We are not talking about tithes. We are not talking about faith. We are not talking about church growth. We are talking about salvation, which is the most important topic ever. Number one. Every other topic in the church, church growth, church building, outreach, fellowship, uh, evangelism, all are number two. 
to salvation. So once again, if you are into linkages, you realize that it's because of salvation that all these things happen. The Bible says that we, can we all read it together? One, four. Oh, no, 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 no. I can't hear you. Are you bored? One, three. Yeah. It's called bad by birth. You don't need to be in a, live in a zongo. You are bad by birth. You are, you are a bad person. I'm telling you. Like I said two weeks ago, anything you've not done, you've not done it yet. But given the right conditions of temperature and pressure, as a temperature, how cool the room is, and the pressure under you, you, you give in, you cave in. Number two. One, sex. The Bible teaches that the good things we do are seen as filthy rags that cannot please God. You can't use good works to please God. All our righteousness, Isaiah 64, your best behavior as a school prefect, young boy, never, never, never have confidence in good behavior because if you meet a certain environment that's when you will know what you are capable of doing that's why she be very careful here uh, sister isabella has committed fornication and you take her to town talking now oh, she was a, a leader what is this you, is it that because you you have not met a certain guy before all the guys in your life are your cousins yeah, if you meet a certain guy, you, you will use a ladder with ropes. <laughs> Don't stand before God with your good works. Thank God for the school fees you paid. Thank God for the airtime you bought. Thank God for saying no to the boy who wanted to sleep with you. You said no, it's good, but it cannot replace your salvation. We stand clean before the Lord, not because of our good works. Number three. One, four. You can never be holy enough. A dog can be taught to bleed. You know, dogs bark. Whoa, 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 dog, whoa, whoa. But you can teach it, teach it, teach it to do meh, meh, meh. But when a sheep is bleating, you said there's a difference. This is a dog. This is a dog bleating. Holiness, you are not capable of being holy. I, I explained to you last, I said, your virginity is because you didn't walk to school. 
you are a virgin because you've not met a certain girl. Every day, a car takes you from your house to school. And the driver waits and picks you. Your house has a big gate. The wall is tall. Your father has a gun. Who will try? With big dogs. That's why you are a virgin. But it's not because you have something that fights sin. So forget about standing before God and say, I've done this, I could have not done this, I'm like this. No. Something else accounts for our holiness. Something else. Not your good behavior. You can never be good enough. All good people are bad who haven't done the bad things yet. Number four. One, two. No, I think the two I mentioned is what has put you off. One, eight. You see. You, know, you can't receive salvation by doing anything good. Salvation is a gift. If I'm born again, I didn't pay for it. I didn't have to have a good behavior to, to, to have it. No. It is by, it's a gift. Ephesians 2.8. It's a gift. You don't pay for it. You don't weed a farm for it. You don't put your hands behind you. As bad as you are, just receive the washing of the blood of Jesus. It sets you, cleanses you. Number five. One go. Did I do this last week? Did I teach on this point last week? Yeah. Our salvation is by our faith. Listen to last week's message on my podcast. Last week Sunday's message is on the podcast. Listen to it. We, our salvation is by, look at it, one go, again, again. Yes. Everyone must understand that you are sitting here because of your faith in Christ. Yes. And those who are in church, I told them that faith is different from believing. Believing is essentially a mental acceptance. In good English, we say giving mental assent to something. Do you believe this girl went to Wesley Girls? I believe. That's all. It ends there. But faith in a girl who went to Wesley Girls will make me relate with her beyond just accepting that she's, she went to Wesley Girls. Faith is higher than believing. A lot of people have just believed in Jesus Christ. Faith affects your life. Now, watch out. You could be sitting here 
were just beliefs. Facts about God you've accepted as true. And so what? Jesus died for me. It's true. And so what? That's why James, the brother of Jesus, said, even the devils believe. So when you believe, you are not different from devils. Thou believest that there is one God? You believe that there's one God? Do you believe that there's one God? Yes. You are not different from devils. You've done well. But it's not, it's not enough. Because you are only doing something demons do. Can't you see that you are, you are, that there are demons in you, even though you believe in Jesus Christ? You believe in prayer. <laughs> you believe in prayer. You believe in Bible study. You believe in church. You believe in your pastor. But you are, you are not different from a devil. Your life is a devil life. Because devils believe. But faith is putting into action what you believe. It changes your life. It's faith which has brought me here. Faith is making me stand here. Faith will not allow me to be at home today. If you truly have faith in God, your business will not stop you from reading your Bible every day. Yes. If you really, you see, you can believe that Jesus died and shed his blood for our sins. It's true. Is it true? It's very true. Yes. But faith in this fact will send you out of your house. Mm. Faith in this fact will send you out of your house. Faith is what you believe in action. Without any action, you have ended up doing what devils do. Number five today. Is it number five or number six? Oh, then we finished. Number six today. Number six. God will definitely punish sin. God will definitely punish the sins of men. Ha! Ha! What a fact about salvation. God will definitely punish the sins of men with curses, sickness. I beg you, if I should kneel down, I'll kneel down. Please listen to me today. Please listen to me today. God will definitely punish the sins of men with curses, sickness, and separation from God, both today and forever in the lake of fire. When we talk about salvation, oh, Florence is saved. Florence is saved. We expect Florence, who is saved, to know this.
you are not saved if you don't believe this. That God will punish sin. Look, let me tell you. The people who worked with God, they have respect for sin. Anything you do that contravenes the law of God. You see, today, what has happened in the church? You see, a brother came to see me some time ago. Listen very carefully. And I've been a pastor, I must be my close to 30 years of being a pastor. A brother came to see me, and we all have problems. His problem was really girls' fornication, you know. It's a problem. Some, there's a stealing. Some, there's cobwebs in the house. Everybody has different... And don't belittle somebody's problem because you think it is frivolous. His problem was fornication. Like, even actively, currently, he has had some skirmishes with a girl in the church. There's a girl I'm looking for. Come to think of it. Yes, I was saying something. He had a problem with fornication. So, when I met him, I was very busy. So, I asked him to see me again for me to counsel him. And I've done this all my life as a pastor. You know, to talk about fornication, sexual sins, your body, what God expects of you, it's not good, it's not right, and, and, talk, and it's changing. But this time, for the first time in my life, when I finally got him and I was relaxed, I was about to start my usual fornicatory messages. Before I could open my mouth, I'm sure there was an angel by me. I heard it clearly. The fear of God. What is this? Fear of God. What's fear of God? I hesitated. And I heard it again. Tell him that his problem is that he does not fear God. Wow. Never happened to me before. So I told him. That the problem you have with girls and sex is because you don't fear God. You see, only for me, this was last week Sunday, for me to go to first love and prophet was preaching. As he was talking, he said, "Mm, it looks like we have to pray about the fear of God. It's something we don't, we've not prayed about. Did you hear him say that? You see, let me tell you. A lot of the things we are doing in the church and that we call weaknesses. My weakness is lying. His weakness is girls. Her weakness is stealing. A lot of the things we call weakness. My weakness is consistent church attendance. Anything that comes my way, I seem to drop church first. It's not because it's your your problem is not stealing. Yours is not girls. Mine is not lying. The real problem is that we don't have the fear of God. 
fear of God is a, is a big subject in the Bible. So big that the seven spirits of God, wisdom, understanding, counsel, strength, knowledge, one big spirit, Isaiah 11.2, is the, uh, the spirit of the fear of God. You don't fear God. You don't fear God. It's not because your, 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 your weakness is alcohol. You don't fear God. The fear of God, if it is in you, there will be very few things you will call a weakness. Many of us don't fear God. Once again, I will link it directly to the religious spirit of believing. Yes. There are people, when I'm counseling them, they end up counseling me. Yes. They know so much of the word of God, they know scriptures about just the power of God, the blood, prayer. They know all that. They, they, they can teach the pastor. But go into their lives. You will have to close your nose. Smelling. But with an outward facade of calmness and peace. Do you fear God? problem is not pornography. If the fear of God enters, ah, I've got more air time than most of you in the church here. Air time on my phone. You, you, one Ghana, you can still watch pornography with one Ghana. Twenty megabytes. <laughs> Ten megabytes. You, you are able to watch pornography with low definition. And people with 200 gigabytes sitting on their phones have no appetite. It's not because... And, and sir, you don't know pornography. The sins in your life that you have accepted as your weakness is really because you don't... You have not passed the subject, the fear of God. You've not passed it. You've not passed it. You don't fear God. That's why you can sit in front of a girl and use your hand to determine the weight of her left breast versus the weight. No, no. This is, this is heavier than the right. You don't fear God. You don't fear God. You don't fear God. You don't fear God. If you fear God, you won't even want to be with a girl alone in a room. Some of you sitting here are thieves. Thieves in suits and white shirts. Yes. I shouldn't say it. And you managed to swindle, 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 and you are still around because the fear of God is not in your life. What happened to Joseph when he was alone with the wife? Of a man, somebody with somebody's wife. What happened to him? And you see, most men chase girls, but when a girl is chasing you, there's nothing sweeter. I've eaten honey before, but it, 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 honey is like clothing. Honey is like what? It's like what? Clothing compared to a girl chasing you. 
But David said, they were alone. They were alone. If it were you, you'd have asked her to close the curtains. Please, make sure the boys are not outside. Please. I can't start now. It's everybody in... <clears throat> but he told her, we are alone here. Nobody will know what you've done. But the English he spoke to Potiphar's wife said, how can I do how can I take your money that I'll bring it back next month and when you call me I, 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 I shout at you how how can I kiss you and sin against who your husband who so against Bishop Ogo Many of you when it says, oh, I'll tell Bishop Ogo. Oh, Bishop is there. Oh, Bishop, Bishop will know. Bishop will know. Bishop there is, is like a is like a wizard. I'm like a wizard. I'm like a wizard today. I'm like a wizard today. Wow. Our churches are packed with crooks. With crooks as pastors. Because there's no fear. There's no fear of God. That's why a pastor can preach at a church member's wedding and advise the man that he can have girlfriends, but he should know how to manage them. There's no fear of God. And there's no fear of God because it's not just the pastor, it's in most of us here. Of your, you do things without even uh, is this wrong? Many of you, your concept of sin is very faded, very faded. The man says, I love you, I'll marry you next month. Yes, I'm happy you marry me, but before next month comes, you can't touch my breast, you can't hold me. But you, you, you take his hand and show him where to touch. Okay, all right, uh, that's me, please. No, no, no. I, I feel that I'm a bad person. No, no, no. Should I preach? I'll preach. Fear God. Tell your neighbor, fear God. Today, students, students, write wasi with apple. Because the teacher himself, who is a choir leader in the church, doesn't fear God. The fear of God is more like like a subject. What kind of subject? Um, uh, hydroelectric power supply in Ghana. The subject. There's a subject called hydroelectric power supply, moving power from Akosombo to parts of Ghana. That is how. Sin has become in the church. It's like some foreign concept. What's the point? Number six. God, listen to me very. God will punish sin. Oh, and some of you only know about hell. Hell is real. But just as Jesus told us to pray, and so when you pray, say, 
thy will be done here on earth. As it is in heaven. This is Jesus, not Peter or Paul. This is Jesus Christ. So Jesus is the one who opened the door for us to experience heaven on earth. In the same way, many of you will experience hell on earth before you enter hell. That's why the point is, put it up, the point is, both now and forever in the lake of fire. Everything that is wrong that you are doing, read my lips, you will pay. You will be punished for it. And like the law, ignorance of the law is the main excuse, not so. Hello? Law? That's a lawyer. Please stand up. Lawyer. What does the law say? If you are ignorant of the law, you are excused. Sorry. There is no excuse. Absolutely no excuse. Oh, really? If you don't know about a law and you go to court. Oh, we'll read the law to you and punish you. There are <laughs> We'll read the law to you and punish you. Not knowing, that's why everybody, you must read your Bible and pray every day. Because whether you know that it is wrong or you don't know that it is wrong, God will punish you. Look, I've been a pastor long enough. And some of you should be experiencing it now. Any relationship where the two people had sex before they married, they are struggling today. Standard. It's not a normal relationship. I've written a paper on that. They experience tumultuous cataclysms. Tumultuous cataclysms. Because when God says, don't fornicate, you think he's a fool. God will punish you. You are making somebody sit in his house grieving and weeping. You will be punished. God punishes sin. Be not deceived. You can continue the verse. God is not mocked. Whatsoever. Now, when you walk about and you see things, they should remind you of spiritual realities. You see police, there is spiritual police. You see prison, there's a spiritual. Some of you sitting here, you are in prison. You are in bondage. You are in bondage. Be careful. Whether you, you, you just fornicated and wore your panties and got up and left the room. You can even forget about it. How many of you have heard this, read the story, Jack and the Beanstalk? Jack and the... Of you, okay. <laughs> I mean, if you, if, if you went to Kotobabi Local Assembly. <laughs> How many of you have read the story, Jack and the Beanstalk? Yeah. Jack had a cow. They had a family cow. And he was supposed to go and sell it. They were broke. He was supposed to go and sell it. When he went, somebody gave him beans. He brought it home. 
Did the mother even slap him or something? What is this? We don't have money. Our last cow, go and sell it. You didn't bring money. You brought beans. And in, the, in, in her anger, she just threw the beans away. When she woke up in the morning, the beans had grown. Whether you throw it in anger or you bury it deliberately, all it will grow. It will grow. Some of you, what you've done to somebody's marriage, as you have now come to sit in the choir, singing hymns for God, you will pay. And there's also one sad part. It's not here, but I can just add that. Sometimes you will never pay. Sometimes you will live 100 years and never pay. Because God made it so that those who escape, they are children. And they are children's children. Some of you are laying up a legacy for your children. Because it's not likely you will experience certain problems before you die. The way your life is now, you've escaped. That's why Numbers 32, verse 23. Watch it there. Numbers 32, verse 23. He said, if you will not do so, then you have sinned against the Lord. And be sure your sin will find you out. Be sure. If you don't get gonorrhea, you get HIV. If you don't get HIV, you get syphilis. If you don't get syphilis, you will be normal. But your son, whatever gonorrhea will do to a man's testicles, your son, without fornicating, will have it in his testicles. Are you in church? Or oh, I'm saying something that is very bad. No. Last but one. Number seven. Number seven. Why did God decide to save us? Because you are bad. You are full of sin. God decided to save you. Number one. Because God loves his creation. Number one, the first reason why God decided to save us is that he loves his creation very much. This morning, look at my hands. The love of God is coming. Even the message you've heard this morning is about the love of God. You hear what she said? And I told you, anything you see in town, in the court, it's, it's a, everything happening physically existed in the spirit before. So they said, if you don't know, ignorance is no excuse. They will read the law, the law, section 4, uh, uh, paragraph 3, article 2, and punish you. But God brought you to church today to hear what you've heard because it is part of his love for you. A father's love makes him intervene. A father's love makes him intervene. My dear friend, I'm talking to you today. God loves you. God loves you. And don't 
throw his love back at him. God loves him. John 3.16 For God so loved the world. Some of you, why are you not even in that branch of lighthouse? Why are you in this branch of lighthouse? It's a plan. Linkages. I mean, this morning, why are you not in ICGC Christ Temple and you are here? That's a far better church. Far better church. What, what are you doing here? If you like, go there next week and see if you can come back. You won't come back. Far! What are you doing here? God put you here. It is a part of His love. And what God did in John 3.16, he is still doing it. What did he do in John 3.16? He sent a man to the world. He is still sending people. Today, I'm a pastor God has sent to you. Tomorrow, he will send your shepherd. The next day, he will send a pastor to your son. God is always sending. And today, as I end, The writer of Hebrews says, see, be careful that you don't refuse the one God sends to you. See, that ye refuse not whom he sends to you. Because your life never becomes normal till God sends Hebrews 12.25 See that you refuse not him that speaketh. This morning, don't pretend to be on your phone. I'm speaking. See that you don't refuse me as I'm speaking. For if they escaped not, who refused him that speak on earth? Much more shall not we escape if we escape. Turn away from him that speaketh from heaven. Some of you, when I say, shall we stand up? You shouldn't stand up. You should kneel down. And on your own, begin to confess your sins. Because what is coming to your children? And some of you have already seen glimpses of the catastrophe that can come to your home. But God blocked it. But he's warning you. He's warning you. He's not a fool. He's not mocked. He's watching you. And he sent Christ to die for you. The second reason is that God decided to save us is that we could not save ourselves through good deeds like church membership, religion and our own righteousness God, look, have you not seen well, many of you are not parents but if you give birth and your child is going to write B, C or Wasi especially if you did mock and failed I mean all my life I look at my children with pity I should have died long ago 
I should have died long ago because I've done very serious things on the road. I don't even know how I escaped. All my life, my children, when they are writing exams, that week, we, God, I'm, in, I'm in church, we are doing this, I take them to school. And when we, when we leave home at 5 a.m., I turn on the light in the car, which is not a good thing. And my book, the, the textbook, is on the steering wheel. As I'm driving, I'm asking questions. How do you make contumbre? Home, 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 uh, home, 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 what do you put in the, st- in the, in the bowl first? And you say, the tomato. Say, hey! Onion. No! Is it onion first? What do you put there? Yes. Oh, yeah. Because I can see that my son is failing. Last week, two weeks ago, my son was writing an exam in the medical school. I went there. I went with my daughter to sleep there. Oh, yes. Yes. We were there. Bring your books. We can see that something bad is about to happen to you. No, a real father. But my daughter is in a certain school. That course is doing. I've done it. From first year. So recently she said that when she finishes, she's going to specialize. Hey, no, I said, you won't specialize. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. You won't specialize. It's not you. I will specialize with you. I'm tired. <laughs> no, it's okay. Go to a clinic and work. I'm, I'm, I'm old. No father. No father sits down. Then he didn't give birth to the child. To see your son suffer, his pain becomes your pain. And when God saw you trying to use church attendance to gain his attention, trying to attend Presby so he will know you, trying to attend Methodists, reading hymns in Methodists, when God saw you trying to be a dancing star in Lighthouse, he could see that you were trying to catch his attention. He said, This boy is trying, let me send my son to slash. It's true. Clap your hands for God. He saw you. He saw your attempt. He saw you are trying to give an offering so that you'll be, you, you, you'll be known by God. He said, no. Without Jesus Christ. And then finally, he sent his son. That's the last. Jesus Christ had to come and die. A man who knew no sin became sin. As Jesus was hanging on the cross, he had a womb. He was a man, but he had a womb which had been punctured from abortions. His lungs were sclerosed from smoking. As he hung on the cross, his liver was serotic from your alcohol. As he hung on the cross, he was beaten. As he was there, he had already been in jail and come because you should have been there. 
Bible says he bore our sins. Kulaba, kaduaba, kataba, ganda, debo. Bah. He bore, he bore it. He bore it on the cross. But as if that was not enough, God said, no. Bearing the sins of the world is not enough. Because without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. I know you are bearing the sins of the world, but you must bleed. And they took a nail. Because almost all things are by law purged with blood. And without the shedding of blood. If blood doesn't spill, your sin will remain with you. I've said something very deep. And Sometimes you can be free when somebody spills his blood for you. And Jesus lay on the cross. He had done that. He had not lied. He had not stolen. He had not committed fornication. But his blood was shed to cover and to cleanse you who would come 2,000 years after. And can I tell you something? That blood that was shed 2,000 years ago has power today to wash you. That's not a normal blood. One day somebody was not well and I went to the blood bank. All positive blood. They said there was no blood. And I saw O positive on the table. I said, ah, but this is O positive blood. A lot of packs of blood. They said, it's expired. It's expired. It's powerless. I can give it to you, but the person you will give this blood can even die from an anaphylactic shock. There is blood, but it's useless. Because blood stays for some three months, 60 days. That's bad. But for 2,000 years. I said, I know a certain blood. 2,000 years. It's even more powerful. Because the type of sins we have today are more complex than the sins of the past. But Jesus is able to wash you. Can you stand to your feet? It doesn't matter what you've done. Can we close our eyes? Every eye closed. If you are here today, if you are here today, and you are struggling with sin, or you've never received Jesus Christ into your life, if you are here, every eye closed, every head. But I want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I don't know who you are, but I want to pray for you right now. All I want you to do is not move anywhere. Just stand there and lift your hand. Yes, I see your hand. I see your hand. Pastor, pray for me. 
I've realized that it's, there is nothing else apart from receiving Jesus. Lift your hand. It's not by attending church. By bowing down your knee. I see. Lift your hand high. There's a girl. You are struggling with sin. God is calling you. Lift your hand wherever you are. If you want to receive Jesus Christ into your life. You want to be born again. If your hand is up. I want you to come to me in front here. Come. Take your Bible. Take your notebooks. Take your phone. Take your bag and come. God bless you, sir. God bless you. Beautiful. Very good. Please stand here. Stand here. Stand down here. Keep clapping for them. They are coming. Come to Jesus. Keep coming to Jesus. Keep coming. Keep coming, my dear. Come on. Coming to Jesus. Don't come after life has destroyed you. While it is well with you, come now. Because one day you will come. You will surely come to Jesus. As well with you while you are not depressed while you've not lost your mind come to Jesus now Say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. I almost destroyed my life. I almost destroyed my life. I thank you for today. I thank you for today. For what I have heard today. For what I have heard today. Please have mercy on me. Please have mercy on me. I have been told. I have been told. That the blood of Jesus that the blood of Jesus can wash all my sins. Can wash all my sins. Please wash me. Please wash. Me. I am dirty. I am dirty. My soul is dirty. My soul is dirty. Please wash me. Please wash. Me. 
I declare today. I declare today. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'll stay here. I'll stay here. I'll stay with you. I'll stay with you. I'll grow here. I'll grow here. I will live here. I'll live here. I will serve you here. I'll serve you here. Thank you. Thank you. For having mercy on me. For having mercy on me. I'll walk with you. I'll walk with you. I will try. I'll try. To please you. To please you. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. I thank you. I thank you. For my salvation. For my salvation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. You are born again, my dear. But, like, have you been to SHS? Or you are at JHS? You finished. You're not finished. I want you to go to SHS. The first day you will do orientation. This is like orientation. The fact that you've done matriculation in the university doesn't mean that you are a graduate. There's a lot to do. You must read your Bible. You must pray. You must come to church. You must study the word. You must live a certain way. And look, look at the pastor who is waving his hand there. Please come this way. Can you see the pastor who is waving his hand there? He's going to talk to you. And he will assign someone to you to pray with you, to visit you, and to help you to grow. Is it a good idea? Do you want it that way? Good. Please, all of you should kindly go to him there. Clap your hands for them. center leaders help your members to have their communion elements to church it's very important whenever you are coming to church come with a little wine coca-cola something bread or biscuits keep it it's, it's, see if it to bring it shows that you are serious with god it shows that he's on your mind god is on your mind No movement. Take your bread and lift it up. Lift it up. And say, This is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. Say, as a Christian, as a Christian, I'm coming to take this meal. I'm coming to take the sin meal. This meal, 
this meal. It's my miracle meal. It's my miracle meal. As I eat this, as I eat this, I'm being joined. I'm being joined to the body of Christ. To the body of Christ. Whatever is in the body, whatever is in the body becomes a part of my life. Becomes a part of my life. This is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. My eyes are opening. My eyes are opening. My ears are opening. My ears are opening. My heart will receive Christ. My heart will receive Christ. As I eat this body, as I eat this body, the embodiment of spirituality. The embodiment of spirituality. I'm becoming spiritual. I'm becoming spiritual. Say I'm becoming spiritual. I'm becoming spiritual. Say this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. Lift your cup, everyone. There's a song who says the blood that Jesus shed way back on Calvary will never lose its power. Never. I don't know what you need in your life. You may need healing. You may need peace of mind. You may need a miracle. Jesus. Financial miracle. There is power in the blood. Power. I just told you a few minutes ago. As for the blood of Jesus, it doesn't last for six months. No. The the power in the blood is still strong. Yes. It can heal you. Oh, yes. It can give you a job. Oh, yes. It can remove the appetite for sin in your life. Every young man, lift up your cup. Jesus. Say, as I drink this, as I drink this, sin has no power over me. Sin has no power over me. Because of the power of the blood of Jesus. Because of the power of the blood of Jesus. Say the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. There is power in this blood. There is power in this for my healing. For my healing. Restoration. Restoration. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Lift your hands and let me bless you that in the week ahead, Jesus, <laughs> because of this meal, what should have happened will not happen. Amen. There's a lot of things that should happen, don't happen. Especially the deeper you get into the Lord. Any evil plan for Wednesday is aborted by the blood. Amen. Shout, I reject evil. I reject evil by the blood. By the blood. Say, I'm free. I'm free. I want to announce to you devils have no power over you. No power. Moda. Tabula. Susika tambrande zomande stabahandala baba. Hey, whatever is troubling you, professor, whatever is troubling your body, speak. Troubling your spirit, speak. Troubling your soul, speak. I block its activity now. Amen. Be free. Amen. Oh, 
there are many young men from this service your spirituality will shoot up amen receive the opening of eyes i receive it receive perception i receive it revelation i receive it insight insight understanding understanding receive it now i receive it any arrow sent in your direction it breaks before it gets to you somebody here you have drunk something which is it's like a poison by but something you've drunk that is going to link you to some occult powers to control your life i neutralize this power now i neutralize this power now by by my way every miracle you've had on this altar it multiplies itself into your life now receive it now i receive it I build a wall of fire around you. Around you. Whatever is precious to you, Jesus, is now no more accessible to the enemy. Amen. Jesus. I bless you with peace of mind. Amen. I mean peace of mind. I receive it. I mean peace of mind. I receive it. I mean peace of mind. I receive it. Somebody here, you are receiving a feeling in your heart. Oh. That feeling that makes girls chase boys. That feeling that makes boys look for girls. That feeling that makes people drink. That makes people smoke. Without it, it's coming directly into your trap. Receive it now. And may your angel be by your side. By my side. On Monday. Yes. May that angel be in your car. Jesus. On Thursday. On Thursday. On Friday. On Friday. On Tuesday. On Tuesday. This afternoon. Jesus. So we meet again. Yeah, mama. Receive angelic accompaniment. In the name of Jesus. The era where you thought unspirituality was cute has ended. Ended. Receive spirituality. I receive it. Receive it. I receive it. God is drawing you. Yes. God is drawing you. Yes. God is drawing you. Receive the drawing of God. Receive it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. done it Kuta. you've done it you've done it it's done say it is done it's done say it is done it is done your marriage is done done your relationship is done done your business is done done peace of mind is done done pregnancy is done done favor is done done access is done done clap your hands for jesus is done it's done. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated.